Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast, or I guess we should call this the Game Cola bonus podcast, because this is sort of like a bonus episode. My name's Michael Gray. With me today is Diana Gray. Hello. So, um, I guess this will be podcast number 74? Yeah, I guess so. Or like Maybe off-topic 70... podcast number three. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Knowing us, yeah. We're totally going to get... This is technically all off-topic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, this podcast is basically going to be about Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. So what's yes. what's the news? We, ha- we have a bunch of Phoenix Wright news, which I, okay. I um, um, will probably be posted to Game Cola by the time this oh, podcast comes out. It will be. Oh. Okay, so the news is that the release date for Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton is still unknown. <laughs> Had you going for a second there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean. Oh well. Anyways, the real news. So wait, wait, wait. Have people in Europe like spoiled the game completely for the Americans yet? I'm being very, very careful with my searches. Yeah, I, I am too, obviously. I mean I haven't even touched Professor Layton Six, which came out like Me neither. Okay. Well, the news this week, uh Shu Takumi's project that he was alluding to in the Japan Nintendo Direct was announced officially as Dai Gaikuten Saiban, which translates roughly to great or grand, I forget, uh, turnabout trial. And it's going to be an origin story with Phoenix's ancestor, who does not have an English name yet. So wait, uh, wait, wait, how, how do you call this an origin story if it's of somebody you don't know? I'm calling it an origin story, okay? It's well, not no, 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 I, I, I'm just wondering. Origin story, is that like an official term people use? Because I, I, I think Phoenix I comes from... <laughs> oh, wait, origin story is a superhero. It's for comic books. I'm calling it an origin story because Phoenix is a superhero. It's the story uh, of how he became a superhero. I gotcha. About his ancestor and how Phoenix came to be or something. It's set during the Meiji era, which is early 20th century, uh, I believe, in Japan. It is confirmed to be set in Japan. But the good news for us is it's going to be released here at the same time as it is in Japan. Wait, wait, wait. That It's been confirmed? That's been confirmed. Okay, so the Meiji era is a Japanese era, which extended from September 1868 through July 1912. The release date, I think, right now is set for July of 20, or I think it's July of 2016, in both Japan and the West. So, so they're giving him two years to write this thing. Yes, and also the assistant has been uh, released as well. Also, no English name yet, but she looks cute. Oh, oh, right, the assistant. There's a girl, right. Who doesn't have the same last name as Maya. So I'm assuming it's not an ancestor of Maya, possibly. I'm not sure. But that's what I've gathered so far. Okay, okay. So um, the Meiji era is kind of long. Where, where do you think? 1868 to 1912. Yeah, it could be anywhere in there. They haven't said yet. Okay. Also, um, Phoenix's ancestor carries a sword. Just saying. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, um, uh, let me see if I can see a picture of his, um, person. Yeah, there's, um, scanned images from Famitsu. 
I heard or I read on Tumblr or something that someone actually translated the entire thing. And it's it's tagged on Tumblr. It's probably around the web somewhere. I haven't actually looked at it yet because I just saw it like a few minutes ago. It's somewhere <laughs> but on interwebs, yeah. It's somewhere there. So if you're and there's also been a trailer release with subs. Someone someone subbed it. So you should look that up. Okay, so they're saying the turn of the century. So it's gonna be around the, the nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's Japanese, yes. Have fun with that localization team. Yeah, Japanese courtroom. It looks so cool, though. And there's I'm Phoenix. really excited. Oh, Phoenix has got a nice little hat. That's not Phoenix, that's Phoenix's ancestor. Yeah, his ancestor Phoenix, who's named after his ancestor. It's not the same name. Naruhudo is not... not the same name as Naruhudo? His, no, the, the second part. The first name would be in the English. Wait, wait, wait. So the first name and second name are reversed? In Japanese, yes. Hold on, let me look it up. Okay, so his name is Naruhudo Ryun... Oh, I know how to speak Japanese. Ryunosuke. Yeah, and Phoenix is Ryuchi or something. I'm not pronouncing that right, but... Mm -hmm. Something like that. I I don't really know how to speak Japanese either. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to say that Phoenix's family moved to Los Angeles uh, shortly before World War II broke out because they could tell something was on the horizon. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, I guess. <laughs> Probably. We'll have to come up with that. Okay, so We'll come up with that theory later. Here's this person, Mikoto. Yeah, not the same. Not the same person as Maya, but she, she looks like a, a, a woman. Actually, she looks kind of composed, which is strange, because that's not really a thing they Um, do in the Phoenix Wright series, have a composed sidekick. Yeah, hang on, I had more info about her in my article. Yeah, usually it's a goofy teenage sidekick. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, All I found is her name is Mikotoba Susato. She's a judicial assistant. She loves foreign mystery novels, and she's a forward-thinking dreamer. Whatever that means. Uh, that is that verbatim dangerous. from the article. Oh, actually, so. that sounds better. Yeah. I mean, it looks interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing this, um, how they handle this, and what's going to happen, because I think it's going to be really interesting. What worries me um, whenever they talk about like forward-thinking um, is... Um, you know, whenever they make movies or stuff about that mm-hmm. takes place in the early 1900s, all the characters are acting like people from today. Yeah, that's... And that's, that's what they mean by forward-thinking. It's like, oh, she's just a forward-thinking woman. It's like, no, you're having her act a- anachronistically. I'm sure they'll handle it nicely. Oh, and also, something probably worth mentioning uh, is this is not Ace Attorney 6. That is still, there's information coming about that, I guess, but this is not officially Ace Attorney 6. There's another team working on that. Which is the team that made um, Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies, right? Um, yes. Yes, that's right. I had to think about it, sorry. That's correct, because Takumi was not involved in Dual Destinies. Mm -hmm. He did the original trio. Also, apparently, Phoenix Wright uh, 1, 2, 3, the Wright selection, is... Was released in Japan. Yeah, yeah not in America. 
I don't know if they will release that in America. The Japanese version comes with English text. Come on. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, well. They should release it here. <laughs> I would buy it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's about all the news. So oh, how, there's many, also... how many generations back? So that'd be... So, wait, so this these games take place in, like, the 2012s, right? Uh, no, farther. Uh, Dual Destinies is, I think, in 2027. Hmm. So I'm the, trying to figure out if this guy would be Phoenix's grandfather or his great-grandfather. It's about, I think the original trilogy is somewhere around 2016, 2017. Let's take I a look. Think? Phoenix Wright Wiki is saying Phoenix was born in 1992. Okay. Because, yeah, that would put him at nine years old in 2001, which is when DL6 happened. Mm-hmm. So if he was born in 92... That would say that this is probably his grandfather? Grandfather or great-grandfather. Great-grandfather, possibly. This guy looks somewhat old, but... Or yeah. He doesn't look too old, but, I mean, he doesn't look... He doesn't look old enough yeah. to have children, let's say that. Yeah. Phoenix Wright characters in the 1900s. Hooray, early 1900s. I think it's going to be good, as long as they handle it correctly. Which, I mean... Takumi on it. I don't think you can handle it incorrectly. I think he'll write it fantastically. I'm just yeah. It'll be way too Japanese for the localizers to do it. And then they'll just get up mean, like they did with Dual it's... Destinies and say, "Eh, we're just going to translate it straight from Japanese to English." Yeah. And not localize it at all. Huh. Well, I I'm and I'm still waiting for Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Like. That's I'm buying that on release day. I don't even care what happens. <laughs> I want that game so badly. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, it's just something I've seen with a lot of translations recently. People like literal translations right now, which bugs me because I do translation work. I think it depends on the content. Um, yeah, Phoenix Wright. So um, the other, other stuff we have to do is... Um, uh, talk about Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies. We, uh-huh. we we did a podcast for Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies. We did this three months ago. Mm-hmm. We did, but we have some comments on it. So let's let's. Uh, we've got a couple of people. Yeah, and I want to talk to you, all you nice comment people. So um, first we have Goku versus Sonic. Goku wins. Yeah, Goku's winning that battle. Goku can fly. Sonic can't. Can Sonic fly? I don't think so. I've never played a phonics, phonics, Sonic a phonics Sonic game. <laughs> I actually never have either. So. Is there is there a game called Phonics with Sonic? If there's not, there should be. Calling it now. Okay, right. so he has Anyways. corrected us in the timeline because the timeline in Dual Destinies is a little confusing, especially because the DLC case is on a different timeline than the rest of the cases, right? Yeah, which, granted, I didn't know then, because back when we recorded that, I hadn't started the DLC, I don't think. And now I have. I'm on the last day of trial. I'm just not getting into it. I just need to finish it. So, uh, I mean, what's the last witness you've had? I'm on currently on the testimony of the veterinarian guy. 
Oh, dude, gosh, what a horrible character. I don't like him. Yeah, he's kind of annoying. I don't really like him either. He doesn't get any more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on the last... My, my friend told me that this is the last day of... Um, like, the last thing in the case, so I should really finish it, but... Well, yeah, no, I think, it's, I think it's him, and then, um, I think afterwards the murderer, and then everything gets kind of interesting. I could be wrong. There could be another character. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, have you figured out who the murderer is yet? No. It was the orca. Wait, no. Oh! I remember the big twist. Don't tell, don't tell... Have you Besides, there to... might be people out there who haven't played it yet. Uh, I can't ask. Uh, uh, have you gotten to this part without? Uh, have you gotten yeah, to the really, spoiler. really awesome part? Don't. I'm. I'm on the first testimony of court. I think. Oh, you haven't gotten to the really, really awesome okay, part. Don't tell okay. me. I'll. I'll play it at some point, and then I will talk to you about it. I promise. Oh. Okay. 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 Fine. So, anyways, back to the comment. They. They did correct us. So, thank you for correcting us. Sometimes I don't know everything. Even though I like to pretend that I do. Okay, we have two comments from somebody called Survivor Poison, but they're like separated by I know they're separated. Two other <laughs> comments. So Anyways. says this person is mad at us for bad mouthing case number three. Survivor oh. Poison two says case three was the best. Angry frowny face. Oh. And BTW, the fillers are great. It is nice to have cases that don't focus on the main plot of the game. Can you imagine how boring it would get if every case focused on the main point? Yeah, it would be uh, totally boring if everything was relevant. That well, was sarcasm. Uh, I just, I, I kind of see uh, this person's point. Uh, fillers are not always bad, uh, by any means. Like, sometimes fillers can be good, funny, whatever, but this one just wasn't. <laughs> None of the characters were humorous. Um, I mean, Miriam is supposed to be the funny character, and I don't think she's funny. She hides in a cardboard box. Haha. It's creepy. Hugh isn't particularly <laughs> funny. I mean, the joke is that he's full of himself, but that just made me dislike him. Yeah, me too. And Robin, I, just... I didn't really like Robin's thing of screaming. Um, that was annoying. Or the plot twist with Robin. I'm like, oh no. I feel bad for all women everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, to, to respond, yeah, it's not necessarily fillers in general that are bad. It was that particular filler that we, I don't think we were fans of. But are you liking the filler case, the DLC case? Because it sounds like you're not. I'm not, actually, really. But, um... I'm not counting that as filler, quote-unquote filler, because it's not part of the main game. I don't know what I count it as, but I, I don't know, really. But I don't know. I'm not really getting that into it. Yeah, I, I, like no, I didn't really get into it either. I think, uh, I think the I part like of the, the problem part... is it's too goofy mixed with seriousness. It reminds me of the, the, the clown case. or <laughs> what was What's the official name of that case? The circus case. The circus case, yeah, where it's, it's these characters are just supposed to be crazy, wacky characters combined with a super serious murder, which is kind of complicated. I will say that um, my favorite part of the DLC case so far was when one of the characters, I think her name's, her last name's like Deplume or something, sings the pirate song. Norm Deplume, yeah, Norma Deplume. Yes, I, I was a fan of that, that because it took me... 
it took me half the the song to realize that that actually was Phoenix in the background. Phoenix and, dancing and yeah, running Phoenix away. Yeah, Phoenix dancing. Phoenix, yeah, I loved that. That was a nice touch. Well, her version of the song hilarious. is, a, I, I like it better, but the lyrics are harsher. Or a little bit, um, yeah. We don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> Persist, plunder, landlubbers, ho, hand or all your gold. I liked it how she says hand or instead of hand over yeah. to try to make it sound more piratey. That was nice. Yeah. I, I liked that. Since that, was that nice I don't think she's a very good character. I, I... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with that. But we don't need to go into that I right now because we're probably going to stereotype they're yeah. trying to go for there because it's not really an author stereotype, but they made her an author. I say let's let's hold off on this though because I haven't finished it yet and so I can anyway, offer my real real opinion. What would be the filler case that we actually like for Phoenix Wright? Um trying to think what is the filler case uh turnabout samurai Ugh. it's number three uh, in the first game oh you don't like it oh okay. i don't i don't hate it but uh it's not one of my favorites it 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 i think the problems with that case are more problems that are inherent because it's the first game as opposed to it being yeah a- I, I agree with that i just it would definitely wasn't one of my favorites i feel if it was like they tried to do that in the third game they would have gotten rid of all those minor problems which are just drive you crazy what was the filler case in the third game uh, did it really have mask one to mask mask to mask and then recipe for turnabout was kind yeah, of oh yeah oh man that was creepy with that the french guy but i liked furio tigre he was a good villain yeah me too i like that i liked um i liked violetta i thought she was a cool character yeah, so I'll say the second half of that case was good. I didn't like Victor Kudo. The, oh no, he was annoying. The old pervert. Did you like um, the mask, the mask case? I can't remember. I don't, I don't particularly th- enjoy Ron. Well, I think what didn't sell me on that case was the way Ron Delight acted. I didn't like him. I don't know. I thought it was an okay case. Obviously, not one of the best, but it was an okay filler case, and it was the introduction of Godot, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. I think that's the main reason why I don't like the game. But I just the last case of that game is one of my favorites. It's very well written, but it makes me just want to rant for hours and hours on end about Godot. So, so if you want us to do that, leave a comment. <laughs> I'm like. Your plan is horrible. What is or you plan can listen to here, it now. buddy? You could have just like told Maya everything from the beginning. Although... Or you can listen to it now. And you don't have to leave a comment. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I, I mean, that that's something which There's could more. happen with um, a lot of the cases where it's like, well, if the defendant had been honest with us from the beginning, yeah. Basically. But that's something that's probably never going to happen. So it's okay. Also, case number three of Phoenix Wright Dual Destiny is that that the problem, just because I played it recently, I've, I'm still kind of upset that, you know, there's no mention of, um, gosh, what's her name? Lamoror. Yes. Even though, like, they've got her, they've got her outfit and everything, and Apollo just doesn't Nothing. see anything indicating that the cliffhanger at the end of his game just was never resolved. I mean, maybe that's something they'll bring up in Ace Attorney 6, whenever that happens. No, Ace Attorney 6 is when Apollo and Athena, you know, become a couple. Ah, uh, okay, that's that's a completely different podcast. Oh my. Uh, 
Uh, let me see. I'm looking at the filler cases for um, Turnabout Corner. I actually didn't mind the second was, case wait. of Apollo Justice. I don't like the whole panty thief thing, but yeah, other than that, so I, yeah, I haven't played Apollo Justice in a long time. Ooh, the guitar case was really nice. Oh, I liked that. One. Yeah, I, I, I think that one. That was a good filler case. That wasn't that bad. And actually, seeing Phoenix get um lose his badge was sort of the filler case to be honest oh was it yeah i guess that was huh i mean we i don't really remember that one trial it's good to see it but it's not necessary to the apollo justice story there's not too much evidence Mm -hmm. in that case which affects the case at hand about vera's um you know yeah but i liked it poisoning yeah it's nice it's nice Anyway, so we're saying we, we don't mind filler cases. I especially like filler cases where it was just that one. it's supposed to be humorous and the humor is done well. But if I have the feeling it's just filler and you're just wasting my time, then I get kind of angry because it's kind of a long game. Mm-hmm. Which is something I don't um, think we mentioned. Did we mention that this game is a little bit longer than the previous games? I think um, their original goal with it, it was supposed to be about trials and tribulations length Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to have i think if i remember from the articles and stuff that i wrote 25 to 30 hours of gameplay yeah i don't know if that counts the dlc or not but um that's what it was supposed to be i feel like with the original games they tried to have each day slash segment be one hour long and here Mm -hmm. each day slash segment is an hour and a half long which isn't inherently bad. It's not. It just depends on what you're doing. It's just Michael needs time to pause his game. And I like pressing everything in court, so it takes me longer. Okay, so somebody named Brianna is talking. She's saying, but Case 3 was amazing. I'll agree I hated Turnabout Samurai, Turnabout Big Top, and Recipe for Turnabout. But what about Turnabout Serenade? Hey, we just talked about that. We just talked about that. That was great. And Clavier, I say it like Diana says it. Clavier. Has his guitar explode on stage. But Turnabout Academy definitely makes my top five cases. Okay. We apologize for being to case number three. Uh, We don't think it's very amazing, but we're not saying it's a bad case. We we enjoy it. Just cut out like a third of the case and we'll be happy. Yeah. And then, is it the last one? Well, no. Silver Days. Yeah. Silver Days. um, Yeah, this I agree with whoever said Apollo's story needs to get started. That was John, um, Rizzy Man. Yeah, that was Rizzy. I've been wringing my hands ever since the end of the fourth game to see what actually happens with him and Trucy, and turns out nothing happened. Poor fellow. Because the end of that game left so many open questions that were being hinted at being answered, who he actually is, and, you know, we only get a little glimpse of what his past life was in Dual Destinies. We don't know why he decided to become a lawyer. And... Yeah, with all the other attorneys, we yeah we they get huge backstories of why they decided to become a lawyer. I I completely agree with that. I would be completely open to accepting Apollo's story if it ever got started. As this person, so so this person is saying, I do kind so of rub well. other Ace Attorney fans the wrong way when I say I don't really mind Maya not coming up anymore. But honest to God, her story is wrapped up beautifully in the original trilogy, and I don't see what role she would add to the series anymore, other than a useless cameo, which is what we had. And um, <laughs> it is a pet peeve of Pine when all a reviewer does is complain about Maya and misses this earlier point. I think I said something to that effect 
I think we kind of in- we kind of agree. I don't really uh, believe Maya's story was um, beautifully wrapped up, but uh, yeah, I don't believe it was beautifully, but it was wrapped up. So we don't really know what happens to her afterwards. I mean, we just have to guess. She went back to Corain and she became the master of Corain and everything like that. I mean, it's fairly well implied in in everything, but it would have been nice. Maya's story sort of ends at her big climax, and we don't really get to see the part where it levels out and things kind of go back to normal for her. But I think another thing people have problems with is they want to see how um, Phoenix's disbarment affected Maya and how it affected Edgeworth. Dude, I would love that. But I, I, don't, really would. I don't think anybody knows how it affected them. I think that's something people wanted to see. But it's like, again, it's not necessary for Apollo's game. To find it's out not, but I really would have liked it. <laughs> I would have loved that, to be honest. Uh, okay, so the next part. I also think Edgeworth's limited role in Dual Destinies was good. Needless to say, he was pretty fleshed out in the trilogy and also had a really huge dramatic story in his Investigations games, which... In I don't my know humble what... opinion. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Thank you. In my humble opinion, the second one was Trials and Tribulations level dramatic, and I do not say this lightly. I have watched a translated version of the second Investigations game. I agree that it was dramatic, but I I don't know. I I wasn't really into it all that much. It might be because I wasn't playing it myself, but did did you end up actually seeing the whole thing, Michael? No. Um, You know, I worked with the uh, localization crew for... This is cool. For, um, well, the fan-based localization. It's not like I was officially hired by Capcom. But again, that that harkens back to something I said earlier uh, about um, translating. It's the people in charge of that really wanted uh, a literal translation at all possible. Oh, really? Which, which made me sad because I'm like, well, hmm. But I You're like having like Wizard of Oz references and jokes like that, like the original Phoenix Wright series does. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see anything wrong with that, except you try to put in a pony reference. Well, um, <laughs> there is a pony statue there. Yeah, I know. I, I I'm wondering because the only section of the game I know about is the one section I translated, which is like case number four, section number two, when a, a Edgeworth goes on top of the building. It was a while ago when I watched it, so I don't remember all the details. So it's not but, really that important. It's like a transition in between. It's like a transition between a big a dramatic section, and after it comes the section where they find like the smuggler's lair. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember what. I know what part you tra- like. I remember because you told me what you were doing when I was watching that part of the walkthrough, and I thought it was funny. But um. Yeah, it's, it's it's sort of like in the first, um, you know, Edgeworth game where, you know, when you're on the airplane, there's a small section where he's in the passenger area, but then everything important happens in the hold. So yeah. I was given, like, this small, unimportant section to help localize. At least you got to work on it. I wanted to work on it. Anyways, I think I'm, I'm trying to remember what I thought about the game. I liked it for the most part. In the translation that I watched, there was a lot of unnecessary material that led to a sort of K-worth feeling, which I did not appreciate, but, um... Yeah, I had a hard time with that as well. 
Uh, anyways. The hard time is some of the jokes in Japanese, you know, they make sense in English, but they're not good jokes, and so I want to change them. Does that make any sense? It's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it does. Joke literally, it makes sense, but it's not very funny. Uh, but back to, to Dual Destinies, mm-hmm. I think, um, his, I, I agree with this for the most part. I think it was good. I think his limited role was good. You can quote me on that. But I'm just a fangirl. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I, it's not that I wanted to see Edward take over the entire game. Really? Maybe I did, but that's not important. Um, I, I think, I'm glad that they put him in. I'm glad that we got to go against him in court because I feel like that was sorely lacking for a long time and but I also feel like it highlighted some of the things that were missing like the intensity is just there because it, it like reminds you of the first game like your first experience with at least if you played them in order and it's just so intense and that was clearly my favorite part of the game and I you know I I happen to like Apollo Justice, where the intensity is not really there between Apollo and Clavier. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're buddies. I kind of like it. It's a, it's a refreshing change of pace, but I don't feel it's like the there's thing. that much intensity between, say, a Simon Blackwell and a, a Phoenix slash Apollo slash Athena. And I think maybe yeah. part of the problem is that we keep switching the defense attorney who's going up against Blackwell. And he can't be, like, equally mean to all of them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I, I see what you're saying. But he, 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 I don't think he treats them differently. He tries to treat them all the same, and so... It just doesn't work as well, I think, is what we're trying to say. But he's a good yeah, character. Yeah, so it feels like he's not, he doesn't have a personal thing um, against the defense attorney. Say, like, with Phoenix and Edgeworth, they're personal. They know each other. Whereas with Blackwell, it's like, well, that's just the way he treats every single defense attorney he comes up against. And we know it because we see him go up against three different defense attorneys. Mm-hmm. Okay, should I go on to the next one? Um, next paragraph. Um, all in all, although, needless to say, although Dual Destinies was a great game, I was thoroughly disappointed at the lack of Apollo Trucy attention given to it, since we have only seen the tip of the iceberg with their stories. I agree. I agree. Um, Trucy, I was surprised to find out that Trucy is actually present in case number three. If you go to the Wright and Co. law offices, you can talk to her. Oh, yeah, I did that. She has nothing to contribute, but I had no nothing. idea she was actually there. You got to listen to her theme music some more, if I remember right. <laughs> Which is good. I like her music. I, You know, something that I don't think gets mentioned with Apollo Trucy is do we, we don't see a lot of Trucy's relationship with phoenix wright her adopted father not in um dual destinies no not a whole lot there is that bit in um case four slash five when she gets kidnapped Mm -hmm. spoilers but yeah that happens and um (laughs) i think we've pretty much given up on the spoilers thing now yeah uh, well but but yeah it's um i don't think we've seen any of the scenes i just want to see like um I'm thinking of like the way Pearl and Maya are, and we get to see them interacting by with each other. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, uh, you know, I see what you're getting Phoenix at. It really stands back, and we get to see how these two family members relate to each other. Really, the only part where it's even like that is when he brings her to investigate the the space. I don't want to call it a space station. It's the whatever you want to call it. 
it's <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. Um, but that place, and then the bad things happen, and yeah, but oh yeah, oh bad things happen. They certainly bad do. Happen. But there's that. That's about it. And Athena was there the whole time, and she never told anybody. Yay. Yeah, I don't get that either. Uh, okay. Okay, I think that's actually, that's going to be a pet peeve. That's actually, um, that's one of the rules of detective that? stories, which I think you know because you oh, yeah. slash reward. Uh-huh. The hero can't keep information from the viewer. Yeah. That's unfair. That's quote-unquote cheating. That's totally a thing, too. Yeah. I didn't even think about that until you said it. Huh. You can play with that. I mean, I think Phoenix, yeah. the first one, has a good way of Phoenix keeping information from the viewer uh, about his yeah. relationship with Edgeworth, which is eventually revealed. And that also happens in the second game with Phoenix's Phoenix and what happened to Edgeworth. Mm-hmm. That's completely different than, oh, by the way, I was on the scene of the crime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if someone was trying to argue against that, they could say that Phoenix is the hero here, not Athena, but that's kind of weak. So, but that's just the first thing I thought of if you were trying to fight that, but why would you? Because it's not true. Uh, Continuing on, I'm hoping the next game will address these two and has a great wrap-up of their story, like uh, Trials and Tribulations wrapped up the Faye family situation. With all of them dead. Okay, that's how it's wrapped up. All dead. They're all um, dead. Okay, two of them are still alive. So that's Apollo and Trucy. There's no one else. Oh, Lamar. Wait, who? Yeah. Um, and Apollo and Trucy and Lamar, that's it. But we don't know what happened to her, really. Maybe she died. I don't know. I don't think she died. She, she was talking with Drunken Hobo Phoenix, and he said, eh, maybe I'll tell them. And then he just went out and had some alcohol. Didn't she say she wanted to? I don't really remember the end of Apollo Justice that well. It's been a uh, while, so I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, neither. I'm going to have to look it up later. She said, uh, she said something. Because um, I kind of feel like she said like she wanted to do it when the time was right or something. Yeah, that was, that's the I, exact quote. They would wait until oh, the time uh-huh. was right. Well, the time was never right. Apparently. Okay. Not yet. Uh, I know at the end of the fourth game, oh, Lamarar spelling <laughs> was hinted as reappearing, so I hope she does not show up again as a dead body. Hey, I just said that. Yeah, and uh, wait. We never find out who Apollo's father is, do we? No. Well, don't we find out he was like a stagehand or something? No, no, no. I think it's it's a complete mystery who his father is. Oh, yeah, because there's like that fancy Apollo's figure. father, Trucy's father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was also the unfinished business with the black Cyclops. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, this <laughs> game tried to address it. Okay. If you watch the previous podcast, you'll know exactly what we thought of that. So this kind uh, of makes me think that the Gavins are connected with the bigger story as well. Why? Oh, because Christoph has those black Cyclops. So you think his Cyclops are somehow connected to... Huh. Okay. But the black Cyclops are no longer... It's no longer just a, a Clavier thing. Who had them in this game? Athena. Doesn't she have them? Let's take a look. Cy- yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, I'm positive. It's, it's Athena. I just, yeah. It's Athena. Wow, we are the worst fans ever. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not the worst fans ever. We just we just don't like how they handled those um, psychic. Yeah, so I tried to block it out. Um, so I hope that is addressed, too. That kind of makes me think, yeah, the bigger story. 
the big problem, though, is that these games tend to not spoil any major plot points in the other games. How is that a problem? So, um, we can't go back to the previous games as much? Good point. Uh, I think that's what they're trying to say. Have, have there been yeah. big spoilers for the previous games? I mean, does game number two... I don't two see how a wrap-up of the Apollo story can happen without spoiling Apollo Justice. Maybe that's where they're going with that. Yeah, that is that is probably... Oh, and I think I know why. I think I said this in the previous podcast, but I think they didn't want to do that because they wanted this game to be kind of like a jumping-off point for new people to enter the series. So they didn't want to spoil anything in case someone was like, oh, I really like this game. Maybe I should go get the other ones in the series. So they didn't want to spoil it for them in case that happened. Yeah, I, but, I mean, we have to know that um, Phoenix is disbarred as a lawyer and gets his badge back, but... Yeah, but that happens. It does make me, you know, that's one of the problems with, uh, what's that, the Ghost Trick game, which I really liked, was... Um, I don't think I played that whole game. I think I got stuck. There's a video walkthrough for it on Game Cola's video YouTube. Oh, yeah. I know I watched the first half, but I don't think I finished it. And I also, you should also I watch also it. Did, I also made my own personal walkthrough for the iPad version for my channel, which I have never uploaded ever. Um, wow. So, 2012, um, October 2012, I've had this wow. thing on my computer, have never uploaded it. And it's this is a 74-part video walkthrough. <laughs> Michael. I know, I'm so bad at things. this. Any, 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 anyway, but like with that, it's basically going to be impossible to have like a ghost trick too, which doesn't spoil the ending for the original ghost trick if we have the same main character. Yeah. Because you have so many um, information about the main character's identity. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I've ne- I haven't heard any plans ever about a ghost trick too, so maybe they're not planning on making one at all. But I know a lot of people liked that game, so I'm sure there'd be a fan base for it. But I don't know how they'd get around that. They'd have to. They'd have to sell it purely as a sequel. The problem some people have is like, well, I can understand you don't want to spoil what happens in the previous games in the series when you want to make it a starting off point. But it, it's kind of sad if that results in we ignore what happened in the previous games. This might be a stupid question, but. Where exactly would that have come up in this game? Like, aside from Apollo's backstory and everything. Apart from that, which... Where where else would there have been a point that something needed to be spoiled from, like, the original trilogy? Is there any point like that? I don't think there would be any spoilers for the original trilogy. It would just um, be Apollo Justice, right? It, you know, Phoenix, maybe, you know, when he mentions Maya and Pearl, we could have spoilers i mean somehow if you get too much into that yeah i guess that's yeah but nothing else really except for obviously apollo justice yeah i think obviously yeah it would give spoilers for what happened with apollo justice and i mean maybe that can be attributed to why he didn't really get that much character development because they didn't want to spoil anything from his own game where he didn't have character development (laughs) like what is there so much in apollo's game which is worth like keeping secret and not spoiling i don't know like i mean the, the main villain no that's, not that's really definitely not a well-hidden secret um the k 
case with the, I mean, the big final case um, really is something you don't learn about until earlier. Yeah, I know. I mean, you don't learn about it earlier. The final case is the final case. It's very much on its own. I mean, as much as I think that point may apply to other games, I don't think it really applies to this game, except for Apollo's backstory. Long story short. Anyway, yeah, 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 okay. I also don't know how Athena would be incorporated into the next game, dot, dot, dot. How would Athena be incorporated into... Well, we don't know anything about I the mean, next game. I mean, we don't know anything about the next game, so... so... I think we'll have to wait to address that if we get any information. Up to his his or her next comment. Sorry, I didn't say this in my last post in my excitement, but great review, guys. I listened to the entire thing. I Thank you. I love about the creepy stalker thing with Phoenix and Athena. That sounds like something I said. Yeah, I think you said that. But to um, I kind of thought the Phoenix thing was a tougher sell because his motivation was, this kid helped me out in class. Where do the dates... I, I don't think the game gives us dates. I mean, um... For what? Uh, how long Phoenix and Edgeworth and Larry were all buddies in fourth um, before Edgeworth was pulled out of school? I believe he was pulled out of school the following spring. So they knew each other... I think. They knew each other for, like, a couple months. Four months, most? Maybe? I think. I'm actually not sure if that's right, but... It sounds right. I could be wrong. Don't judge me. But that's what I'm remembering right now. I know it's fairly, like, soon. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he's saying that Athena's connection Blackwill is an easier sell because they spent more time with each other. I mean, I guess that's true. She grew up with him. Yay. Yeah. And then I thought Athena's was pretty justified considering hers was to save a person on death row who got himself convicted so she wouldn't be the one accused. Which is true. That's kind of a selfish motivation for it, not because they're like friends or whatever, but um, definitely that could be part of it. Did they really talk about what her motivations were? Besides the fact that she just wanted to save him because they were friends? I think that was basically it. She's idealistic and she wanted to save her best friend. Aww. Uh, so that's, I that's he all remembered the... her, uh, whereas Edgeworth didn't really remember Phoenix in the first game. Yeah, I guess it's because... I mean, I that's mean, the whole... line that nobody besides Phoenix remembers that one event that cemented their friendship. Well, because it was so um, insignificant to all of them except Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a really, really special thing for him. And for everyone else, it was just a thing that happened. I'm checking to see if there are any more comments on our actual website, GameCola.net, Game which you shall go check out. The mainstream. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Francisco was sort of phoned in in the uh, the first Miles Edgeworth investigations game. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, he I agree. Good actual role in the second game. I mean, it's uh, nice to see that she works for Interpol, and young Francisco was nice, but. Yeah, I like. Could have things. cut her out of the game, and it really wouldn't have affected it much. I think that was actually one of my favorite cases. Otherwise, the 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 past case. <laughs> yeah, I liked Rookie Edgeworth. That was a pretty good case. Um, I feel like they could have tried harder with uh, distinguishing him from modern day Edgeworth. Yeah, but he I sort still of like looked it. and acted the exact same, and that's yeah. They could have they could have played up the arrogance like a notch. That's not at all the impression you would get from um you know, game number three. Mm-hmm. 
do we have anything else we need to discuss about Ace Attorney? No, I thought we were going to argue about, um, you know, um, uh, the Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> what are we arguing about? I don't know. Phoenix, Phoenix versus Apollo. Who would win in a fight? Um, what kind of fight? Like a fist fight? Or like a... Oh, totally. Fist a, fight. Yeah. I was like, wait, a, like a fist fight or like a court battle? Because they're both defense attorneys. Hmm. I feel like Phoenix would have an easier time jumping ship and being a, a, a prosecutor than Apollo would. Well, I mean, I remember um, back before Blackwell was released as a character... And we just got like the silhouette or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was speculating about how it was Apollo, and he became a prosecutor because we saw that that scene where it's like the truth that you're pursuing is different from the truth that I'm pursuing, and then he just like leaves. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we see the silhouette of the prosecutor, which actually so, would have been a great plot twist. I think I would have still liked it. That would have been cool. Rather than just if- it's Apollo being a hissy fit for like two days. Yeah. That's kind of really overplayed or overblown. Yeah, kind of like I thought it was gonna be like something super intense, like like Phoenix finally just told him who his mom is, and then he got really mad and left. Mm. Not just he's having a hissy fit and leaves. Oh, Apollo. I mean, granted, I think they're trying to portray it as like something noble, like he doesn't want to believe that his friend who he met like a couple months ago murdered her mother. Or like, something that yeah, he doesn't want to believe anything bad about them. So his solution is just walk away. Good, good. Really, he good, was probably just getting annoyed by the bracelet tightening all the time and cutting off his circulation. He was like, "I am done with this," and then he left. Just take off your bracelet, Apollo. Just take off your bracelet. It's symbolic. <laughs> it's symbolic <laughs> of his bracelet. <laughs> it's symbolic of his mother, who he doesn't know. It's a memento from his mother. Yes. That, if anything, confirms that Apollo doesn't really know the truth about his mother and Trucy because he's able to just walk away so easily. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I, I totally believe he doesn't know. And I don't know who slash when anyone is going to tell him. But I would suggest soon. <laughs> Poor angsty Apollo. He's had, well, eh, whatever. But... He's had a rough life. He's had yeah. a rough life. I still, I still make fun of um, my friend who loves Apollo by saying his character development in Dual Destinies depends on a dead person. Mm-hmm. But um, she doesn't like that very much. Is that the first time that's happened? Where no, it's not. Um, second case of the first Phoenix Wright game. Phoenix has a close personal connection to the victim. Yeah, that's true. But usually it's a close personal um, connection to the defendant, not the victim. And you know, now that I'm playing case number three again with the, the turnabout the academy, yeah, where Clavier says he had a close personal uh, connection to Professor Court, the victim, and he's very, very upset that she's murdered, and he wants to find out who the murderer is. Why didn't he take the case? He kind of did, like unofficially. Like, why couldn't you take it officially? It's it's like as soon as the police show up, they say, "Oh, guess what?" Well, I mean, as soon as Detective Fulbright shows up, he's like, "Okay, guess what? Um, Simon Blackwell's the prosecutor on this case." But I yeah. get the feeling that the only three slash four cases Simon prosecuted at were the ones with the 
the right and co-law offices, so... Yeah, I believe it. It's like, oh, uh, Phoenix there? Okay, guess what? Send Blackwell. I mean, that's basically what um, Goto did. So obviously it's not out of the question. Well, it does make you wonder because... um, Well, I guess Phoenix called into murder and Edgeworth, because he's in charge of the prosecutors, automatically assigned that case to uh, Phoenix. You mean, wait, Edgeworth automatically signed the case to Blackwell? Blackwell, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait. It's like, anytime yeah, I mean, Phoenix I, I or guess. Athena comes up, guess what? Blackwell's that prosecutor. Well, because Edgeworth did kind of ask Phoenix to work on that. So, I mean, maybe that's why? Maybe we have to guess. Because, um, obviously Blackwell has no connection with the third case or the second case. Um, yeah. So I'm he guessing. must have just been assigned it. Thanks, Edgeworth. Yeah, making our job that harder. Why, why don't you just assign... Payne? Yeah, Prosecutor Payne to that. Make our life well, easier, Edgeworth. Yeah, that would be nice. So what happened to... Did Has anybody asked what happened to Lana Sky? No. Now that Edgeworth has her job, she must not have her job anymore? I guess not. I don't know. Maybe she left. Uh, she's still in jail, I guess. So, who was the chief prosecutor between that time, I wonder? I feel like she should have been released um, at the end of the case, because she was only fake confessing to protect her sister. Yeah, but I bet they can charge her with something else. Yeah. Like, obstruction of justice or something. I mean, I'm sure she probably wouldn't have as long of a prison sentence as she would, but... Yeah, that's something that's also up in the air, is if, if Godo got the uh, death penalty or the maximum sentence. Yeah. I mean, no one really knows. Yeah, we'll, we'll never be able to figure it out, so... It Unless they specifically say it in, like, another game. Doesn't really matter. Since we talked about pointless cameos earlier with Maya, I was just thinking about this when we were talking about prosecutors, too. Do you feel like Clavier was a pointless cameo? Because I do. Oh, Clavier. Um, yeah. Will you stop it. I think I pronounced it right. <laughs> the person in the comments agreed with me. Thank you, um, Brianna. It was sort of a plot point that there was a statue of Phoenix and a statue of uh, another prosecutor there. Yeah, but it easily aside from that, just a statue of a prosecutor we don't else. know, and it never became important. But this brings me to another question for um, case number case number three. Like, what is that? Where's the third professor? Like, Professor Means is in charge of the defense attorneys. The victim is in charge of the judge's course. Who's the professor in charge of the prosecutors? I don't know. I guess they never really say. We never meet that person. Yeah. Um. Huh. Just something to point out. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't know if we'll ever. They probably will never talk about that again unless they have another case there, which would be <laughs> interesting. Yeah, if they revisit. Why was it a high school? Why couldn't they make it a college? I don't know. Still, I think it's, I, I think it's a cool premise for a school, like a high school. It was interesting itself, yeah. I was like, can I transfer? I'd be totally down. Um, yeah, do we have anything else? What else? Uh, no, no other Phoenix Wright news. No other, no other outstanding questions about Phoenix Wright and Apollo Justice. 
guys have any questions you want us to answer, put them in the comments. Oh, yeah. No. No, wait. Never mind. We weren't going to argue if it's Athena Blackwill or Athena Athena Apollo. I think we're going to need another, like, hour and a half for that. I don't, I don't know if I really have a preference, actually. I mean... No, I'm saying, well, has the fandom decided or which one they like more? Since when can a fandom ever decide on a shipping? I know there's so much arguing about um, Athena Maya and Athena... What's... Uh, I mean, wow. What? 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 <laughs> what? Wait, Wait, Maya. What? Oh, I'm creating new ships. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right. Uh. No, I'm just saying Phoenix Edgeworth and Phoenix Maya are both popular. I, I would say that Phoenix Maya is, say, quote-unquote, more accepted by the fandom than, say, Phoenix Francisca. Yeah, there's those people. So I was just going to ask if there's anything that way with... um. Not as far as I can tell. Athena, I don't think Juniper Apollo ever caught on, which makes me sad, because I kind of like them. <laughs> um, but she sort of has a, not a much of a personality, so there's not, not really. room to work with, besides having an Apollo crush and um, being the senior class president with two friends who's rather serious. I think... Um, I mean, I've seen the most artwork. If you want to make that make that a judgment of um, shipping of Blackwell Athena, I think it's just because they are interesting looking. It it could be, and it's because they've known each other the longest. They possibly have the most chemistry. I mean, I don't know. I don't really ship them that much, but what seventeen when she was six? Yeah, that's a little bit creepy. A little bit, actually, a lot. But um, I've seen that happen with Dragon Ball Z. Extra creepy, yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if we're talking age differences, like Phoenix and Maya are like seven years. Mm-hmm. So that that was always the problem that you had to get around, wasn't it? Edgeworth and Maya C are like six years or five years, I think. That's not terrible. Don't judge me, Michael. Oh, wow. I don't even have to say anything. You can see that I'm just glaring at you right now. This is because we know each other so well. Well, that's <laughs> why I always said Phoenix, Phoenix, Mia, they were closer to each other in age, but... Um, there's there's a problem with that. Age isn't always anything. Yeah, there's, a, there's another big problem with that. Yeah. One of them is kind of that's dead. Poor Mia. Well, yeah, I, yeah it, I think they could have had it. They totally could have had a thing. Are the ages, like, officially in Japanese? Because, I mean, the ages of the characters never seems to really come up in the actual game itself. Well, Phoenix's age was never really Mentioned. officially stated yeah. by Capcom, at least, until um, Trials and Tribulations. Technically, people were figuring out his age from that one year that we got dl6 in 2001 and we know that they were nine so that's how people figured out his age but it wasn't really it didn't really come up ever my age came up officially because he's like wait aren't it's like why are you still watching cartoons aren't you a teenager or aren't you yeah she's like no i'm 17 i think uh well i mean i was saying because she has a profile so we knew her age all along oh yeah but I always get Pearl's age, so that's that's me. Yeah. What's her age in the in Dual Destinies? Seven, sixteen, or seventeen, or maybe eighteen, somewhere in there. Oh, she's age seventeen. 
Yeah, I was gonna say she she was she was born in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So she was she was the same age as Maya was, and uh, whatever you call it. <laughs> so it works. In the first game, yay, she's gonna be the new new um. The new Maya. <laughs> I don't know, she still kind of acts a little immature for a 17-year-old, but... Oh, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, she does. And <laughs> immature, I don't mean like Maya, where she's acting childish. It's No, like, she's literally acting like her child self did. She hasn't changed much in personality in I think it's. I think years. it's, um... It was kind of hard for me to believe it. I don't know if I would say hard for me to believe, but I thought it was interesting that Athena was only 18, unnecessary that she's the child genius on top of everything, but that would explain why she acts kind of childish. Or she's always shouting and screaming. Whatever, just go with it. Goodo loves coffee. The end. <laughs> That's end of every podcast from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We're gonna spread that. Yes, thank you very much for watching, or listening. Thank you, everyone. Not, not watching, listening, yes. You guys rock. Hooray, <laughs> hopefully. Give us more things to talk about. We yeah. like talking. Phoenix Wright news. Let me see. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, there was a new um, piano arrangement CD released. That's exciting. It's cool. Everyone go listen to it. Uh, yeah, the piano. Okay. I don't know. Didn't I say that I play the games without the sound on? What? Because I'm a horrible person. What? Oh dear. Come on. The music's like half the best part. Music is good. It's just I don't know. I you know, I developed the general um habit of turning the volume down whenever I'm playing games. Okay, I can respect that, but I don't agree with it. Partially because, you know, mom and dad would come out and yell at me if the music was quote unquote too loud and too loud being like louder than three of those tiny little volume bars. Mm. Yeah, that happens. And and when it's like five o'clock in the morning, they're just they're just shouting and smashing pans around. <sighs> you know, mom and dad.